0: Good day and welcome to all Sokaladuma readers and listeners. The following is a reading from issue number 1169 of the Sokaladuma newspaper. Physical copies of the paper will not be printed this week, but we do have a digital version of the paper available on maxter.com. If you head over to sokaladuma.co.za, at the top of the page, you'll find a tab that says Buy SL Online. If you click that link, you'll find a step-by-step guide on how to sign up and read the digital copy. Soccer Duma Radio. Now that that's out of the way, let's have a look at international soccer. Ronaldinho's bizarre arrest explained. At the height of his career, it's hard to argue there was anybody more entertaining to watch than a firing Ronaldinho would showcase his skill on the bigger stages as if he were on the beach or futsal court where he honed his craft. Although his prime was short-lived, he was once considered the best in the world and is still widely remembered as one of football's all-time greats. But a dark cloud has followed the two-time FIFA World Player of the Year winner since his retirement in 2018, and when it rains, it pours run-ins with brazilian authorities his alleged involvement in an illegal pyramid scheme and his arrest in paraguay are among the controversies he's been caught up in over the last two years but why today international journalist kurt buckerfield looks closer into ronaldinho's decline and receives fascinating information from a source who covered the former superstar's detainment just meters from where the ex-salachal man sat behind bars In 2016, an old colleague of Ronaldinho's at Paris Saint-Germain provided an incredible glimpse of what the Brazilian was like as a player and teammate. There have been rumors that he enjoyed a night out or two during the week throughout his career, but Jerome Leroy confirmed his ex-teammate's partying ways when he openly said in an interview that, quote, Ronaldinho did not train on any day of the week. He just turned up on Friday, ready to play on the Saturday. He'd come in with sunglasses on, go and get changed, and then go straight to the massage table to sleep. Players with great talent like him are a bit crazy. End quote. That was Ronaldinho in a nutshell. An ill-disciplined genius. He was a wizard, a magician. But unfortunately for fans who loved to watch him take to the field, he only gave football so much, but because of the unforgettable memories he left us with, such as his free kick goal from 40 yards at the 2002 World Cup, such as his dismantling of Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabéu in 2005, that trademark elastico skill, we forgive him. To this day, Many regard Ronaldinho as one of the best players the world has ever seen, and he has the individual and club achievements to back those claims, having picked up two FIFA World Player of the Year awards and one Ballon d'Or accolade during the peak of his powers at Barcelona. His former colleagues in Spain have credited him for turning fortunes around at the Catalan club, with Carlos Puyol once saying, quote, The greatest compliment I could give him is that he's given Barcelona our spirit back. He has made us smile again, end quote. Lionel Messi echoed those sentiments years later by claiming that, quote, Ronaldinho was responsible for the change in Barca, end quote. The Blaugrana had gone 14 years without winning the UEFA Champions League until he inspired his team to victory in 2006, while he also played a massive role in the club's back to back La Liga titles in 2004-5 and 2005-6, the first time the Blaugrana had lifted the league trophy in consecutive years since 1999. Years earlier, as a 22-year-old, Ronaldinho had lifted the highly prestigious 2002 World Cup trophy in Yokohama following a 2-0 win over Germany in the final, which came three years after his involvement in Brazil's 1999 Copa America winning side when he was just 19 years old and three years before playing his part in his country's FIFA Confederation Cup winning team when he was just 25. Ronaldinho experienced huge success early on in his career, which, although impossible to improve, could very well have been the cause for his loss of desire. Sometimes, and to his own detriment, Ronaldinho has lived with the same carefree freedom with which he played, a freedom that was recently taken from him in Paraguay where he and his brother Roberto de Assis Moreira were arrested for carrying fake passports. After spending just longer than a month behind bars, the former AC Milan playmaker was released by authorities on house arrest and will now stay in a hotel in the Paraguayan city of Asancion until the investigation is over and a final conclusion is reached. The 39-year-old has also found himself in trouble in his homeland of Brazil in recent years after he failed to pay a fine for environmental damage he caused during the construction of property in Porto Alegre. Furthermore, Ronaldinho is believed to being probed for his alleged involvement in a financial pyramid screen. To find out the details behind his high-profile detainment, Sokola Dumas' Kurt Buckerfield chatted to 51-year-old Ricardo Peron, who works for Brazilian publication UOL and who is in Paraguay to cover the former Selecao superstar's imprisonment. Kurt opens by asking, why did Ronaldinho and his brother have fake passports? Ricardo responds, the lawyer said that Assis, who's Ronaldinho's brother, was told that it was a good idea to have the passport from Paraguay because with this passport, with his identification, with these papers, he could have a company in Paraguay and he could also pay less tax and that would be very good for the business. But in fact, what we know is that To have a company in Paraguay, you don't need to have a passport. You only need to have an ID. So we don't know why he also got the passport because his ID document would have been enough. But everything is very strange because this kind of ID is a long process and he got everything very quickly. It's usually a process that takes a year. And we don't know why he didn't notice that there was something wrong with that. The lawyers say that Assis and Ronaldinho asked for the passport, but they were told that the passports were good, original, and that they didn't know they were fake. Kurt then asks, how close did you get to the story? Did you ever visit the jail? Ricardo responds, I spent about nine days in Paraguay in Asuncion. I couldn't get into the jail. I was just outside. But I talked to the guy in charge of the prison, the boss. I talked several times with him. I had a good idea of what was happening inside. I can tell you that outside it was unbelievable. You see a lot of kids, teenagers, and adults just going to the jail to try and get a selfie with Ronaldinho or get his signature. In the beginning, the jail allowed kids inside to get photos with Ronaldinho, but because of the coronavirus, they stopped it. Some guys went to visit another guy in jail and they took shirts from FC Barcelona and from Brazil to try and get his signature. Inside the jail, it's a place very different to normal jail because it's also a place where the national police in Paraguay live, so it's very different. Ronaldinho had a good space to walk, he was allowed to play football and foot volley almost every day and he had good interactions with the other guys in jail. But because of the coronavirus, he couldn't have visitors anymore. He could have visitors in the first days. Some former players went to the jail to talk to Ronaldinho. Carlos Camara was one of them. But they stopped allowing visitors in the jail because of the coronavirus. I've talked a lot to Ronaldinho's lawyers and to authorities and to all the other guys involved in this confusion. Kurt then asks, why did the prosecutors decide to allow him to leave prison on house arrest? Ricardo responds they decided to allow him to leave prison to be on house arrest because mainly they have investigated both mobiles from Ronaldinho and assists. They wanted to know if they made calls to other people, if they sent messages to other people. They were looking for evidence of other things that could be illegal, but they didn't find anything. The only evidence they have is the passports and the ID. So in the beginning, when they decided to not allow Ronaldinho to be on house arrest, they said it was in the beginning of the investigation. And now they said they have had a more advanced investigation. And they also said that the money that Ronaldinho offered as a guarantee that they won't try to leave the country is a good amount, 1.6 million US dollars. So with this amount, and because they are further into the investigation, they think Ronaldinho and Assis won't leave Paraguay now. Kurt then asks, do you think Ronaldinho is hurting his reputation as one of Brazil's most iconic players? Ricardo responds, I can tell you that I really think he is hurting his reputation in Brazil. The people here don't forget what he did on the field. He is still a great legend, but now people say that he can't manage his life in a good way. People say that he just allowed his brother to make decisions and that Assis also doesn't know how to manage his brother's life. To be clear, I think people see Ronaldinho here in Brazil in two ways. On the field, he is still seen as the great Ronaldinho. But out of the field, he is a guy who is just involved in confusion all the time, in trouble all the time. But I have to tell you, in Paraguay, everybody who talked with me about the case in the streets, taxi drivers, etc., everybody said that, oh, Ronaldinho is innocent. I believe Ronaldinho, I don't believe the government. And when you see a lot of fans outside the jail, you can really see that Ronaldinho is still so loved in Paraguay. It didn't cause much damage to his image in Paraguay. Kurt then asks, why has he been involved in so many of these illegal schemes? Has he been treated poorly by his agents and representatives? Has he been taken advantage of? Ricardo responds, I think what has happened to Ronaldinho is something that used to happen with Brazilian players. They used to let other guys make decisions for them. They aren't used to making decisions, most of them. With Ronaldinho, his dad died when he was very young and Assis is like a father to him. Assis has always made the decisions for Ronaldinho and Ronaldinho doesn't care about those things. He thinks my brother is doing negotiations and I just go put my signature and it's okay. I trust in Assis. And I really think that Assis doesn't have a reason to try to take advantage of Ronaldinho. But Ronaldinho and Assis's lawyers said that sometimes Assis is careless about things. They say Assis doesn't pay attention like he should. Specifically in this case of the passports, they said Assis could have told the lawyers what was going on or asked for advice from the lawyers, but they said that Assis didn't do it because he is careless. They say that he is an honest guy. I cannot judge Ronaldinho or his brother, so I'm telling you what I heard from the lawyers. Kurt then asks how long will he be under house arrest? Ricardo then responds, he can stay in house arrest up to six months since the beginning of the investigation. I don't know the exact dates, but it could be six months since the start of the process. The authorities are still investigating, so it can finish before six months. It depends on the investigation. He's under house arrest while the authorities investigate. Kurt then asks, at the end of 2018, Ronaldinho was in trouble for environmental damage in Porto Alegre. What exactly did he do wrong? Ricardo responds, I wasn't covering that case, but what I know is that Assis and Ronaldinho made a platform close to a lake in Porto Alegre. This platform was in an environmental protection area, and this platform would be used to take things to boats, but it was in a protected area, making it illegal. Kurt closes by saying, thank you so much. We really appreciate this information. And Ricardo closes by saying, it was nice to talk to you. Thank you very much for tuning in to Soccer la Duma Radio. For those of you wondering, the reason why we are doing these articles in this format is because we know that a lot of you won't be able to go outside and pick up physical copies of the newspaper due to the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown it has caused. And so for that reason, you can find us here on Sokoladuma Radio, Spotify, Apple, or Google Play to find readings of all of your favorite articles, interviews, and editors columns. So make sure to stay tuned, you'll still get all of the same content even if you can't pick up the paper. Cheers.